And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 53 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a producer and definitely not a hobo, even though he washes his clothes in a tub with a stick. It's Chef Jeff. He's an executive hair model and the king of Laundry Mountain. It's Hashtag Al. And she's a comedian and the effervescent and always cheerful sworn enemy of every Skittles product manager. It's Jenna Kim Jones. Tone Zone is here to show you how to start an OnlyFans account for your dog. I'm husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little birthday cake peeps. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular sugary carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. 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 By Eva Kassbaum. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. Uh, lately, I've been doing bonus episodes where I answer your questions. And people want to know stuff like, tell me which episodes went poorly behind the scenes. And I just put it all out there and I name names and it's super juicy and gossipy, unless that's not something that appeals to you, in which case it's the other things that do appeal to you. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, you can see this very video right now up on Patreon. Um, I I am very excited to clear my throat <clears throat> and also very excited to welcome back these guests. They are people that you know and love. Hashtag Al and Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. 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 We're glad to be here. I know that you have some big news, so we will get to that pretty quickly. I also am delighted to welcome to the show someone who is has... A smoke machine happening behind him, Jeff Fox. Hello. Ladies. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> these these are just the kind of visual effects that you can expect me to bring to an audio program. <laughs> it's a visual. It's a visual. Do you remember the listener? I forget. I think we talked about it on the show. Who was like, I don't understand why everyone makes the joke. It's a visual. Why does everyone say that? It's not even funny. And I was like, I don't. We're, we're not repeatedly making the joke. It's just a, a drop that gets played a lot. Because I said it in a silly way one time. Tony Thaxton, hello. Hello. Uh, no pressure to everybody. But um, I need you all to uh, lift me today. Because I'm, I'm, I'm grumpy today. I'm not going to lie. So. You, don't, you don't seem grumpy. That's the thing about Tony that I like. Um, is I mean, not it's just one of the many things I like. But <laughs> <laughs> let me sing your praises. But uh, I don't think I've ever been able to tell that you are grumpy. Uh, it, it happens from time to time. But I've just, yeah, it's, it's been, I don't know. I've just had, had one of those days today. What's Even up? There's been some good stuff. But like, I don't know. Everything's just testing me today what's up as your opposed, bo- don't even try as opposed to when you were working with me when i just always seemed grouchy even when i was happy with jeff if he was in a good mood i was like really i've never seen that <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah so tony what's- is is it is it the t- uh the time change could that be part mm. of it Ooh. that messes me up no i don't no. think so because actually today has weirdly flown by and i actually woke up earlier than usual and i've uh-huh. just been like 
the days flying by, but just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just one of those days. It's raining. That's not helping. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's part day. of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn your mood around, Tony. That's what yeah, I'm counting We're going to turn that frown upside down. That's right. That's why I mentioned it. Um, I usually do not like this time change where we spring forward. However, I realize I kind of like that the days are going faster because in general, I just want to get through my days, which is such a terrible way to live. <laughs> but I feel like it's acceptable in a pandemic. Yeah, you yeah. know what else is a terrible way to live? The way we've all been living for the past year. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep. Jenna and Al, how are you feeling about the time change? <sighs> Our schedule's thrown off a little bit. Our children want to stay up later and sleep in a little bit more, but we don't like that. We like them to <laughs> go to bed early and wake up early because then we have longer evenings without them. Yeah. I mean, we love our children, <laughs> but... <laughs> But we also love when they're asleep. So, um, yeah, we'll get back to our normal schedule. But we're all yeah. thrown off. We're all just, yeah, totally thrown off. Which yeah. I hate to admit for a one-hour time change. There's a little part of me that's like a little prideful. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's just an hour. But ever since we've had kids, I'm like, oh, no, I'm one of those people who complains about <laughs> daylight savings now. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're signing petitions. And, yes. like, if okay. Dan- if Daniel were here, he would point out that in Arizona, they don't do this. They don't Correct. do this whole thing. In Georgia, they're trying not to do it. And my only issue with that is that nobody ever knows what time it is in the state you live in. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, I, don't, I think they may have changed it. I can't remember. But it used to be that way in Indiana as well. Mm-hmm. It is, I used I, to live there. Oh, did you? I, yeah, because I, I used to live. I lived in Michigan right on the state line. And it was confusing because I went to school in Michigan, but like anything else you did, you would go into Indiana for. So there was part of the year that they were an hour off from each other. So like my school would be an hour different than Indiana time. And yeah, it was it was weird and confusing. Yeah, you you actually end up saying Indiana time because I lived on southern. I lived in southern Indiana on the border of Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and it was always like we like it for our church. Some church members lived in Kentucky, some in Indiana. And so you'd, if you had like an event, you'd have to say like, okay, it's 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Indiana time. Yeah. Really, really weird. Ugh. Wait, I have a question. And this is going to sound like I'm insulting Indiana. So to my Hoosiers, first of all, recognize that I knew that, ter- that reference. And <laughs> second of all, I'm sorry. But it's interesting to me, t- Tony, that you're saying that you had school in Michigan, but everything else you go into Indiana. Like – all the other stuff was in Indiana, but not Michigan? Pretty much. I mean, you know, a few little exceptions here and there, but like, you know, uh, any sort of like stores, most of, you know, maybe a little convenience store here and there would be close to us in Michigan. But like, and when I say Indiana, like, I'm not kidding. It was like a five minute drive and you're in Indiana. Like we were right on the line. Hmm. Um, so yeah, most of the like, grocery stores and any sort like the mall and anything like that where you just go or restaurants most of that was in indiana who knew and indiana had so much what yeah the tv stations would be based there too so like mm. all of that would be on indiana time oh so they w- oh wait so they wouldn't change their programming but then right. you're the time where you were watching it they would change it yes so basically even though we lived in michigan we would usually stick to indiana time because that's what with the exception of like my school that was the only thing that was michigan time so like 
primetime TV part of the year starts at 7 o'clock. I remember yeah. driving cross-country in the pre-cell phone days. And coming from Pennsylvania, if you really pushed it, you could make it into Indiana in a day's drive. And I remember happening multiple times where we would be getting into Indiana, like being like, oh, we got to make it to South Bend or whatever on the first day. And then it was always a roll of the dice as to what time it was going to be when you got there. Because (laughs) we would get there and then we'd say, oh, wait, well, wait, what time is it? And then, you know, well, let's say we would get rolling at eight, but it was actually nine. And then you couldn't find anywhere to eat because everything was closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a it whole thing. Some, yeah, it's uh, it's confusing it, when you yeah. live there. It's it, you get used to it, but uh, right. yeah, it's it's confusing for an out of towner. Yeah. Hey man, time's all relative, man. The doors of perception are open for business, man. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Daniel, I have a Daniel update because the last time you guys were on, I shared that he was on somewhat of a hair journey, and right. he had. Oh, <laughs> spent $70 on a jug of expensive sh- like we could open a salon and it would be a while till we would need to re up this shampoo. I mean it is just wow. a humongous palette of expensive shampoo. A dump truck full of shampoo. That's right. And his curls he was getting compliments on the stories I was posting. His curls had structure and definition some days. Cool as fuck. And then some <laughs> days, and I would catch him doing this. And I was like, as a naturally curly person, Daniel, you're fucking it up. Excuse my language. He would just run his fingers through his curls. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's how you get a creamer do. Um, but anyway... No, I mean, which is fine if that's what you want, but then he, that's not what he wanted. But anyway, we had plans to go visit my parents over the weekend and he was in the bathroom doing like what, what I assumed was the quick, just a quick shower and then he'd be in and out. And this is TMI, but that's never stopped me before. I really had to go to nature was, was really calling and I really had to go. And I was like, he'll just be out in a minute. He'll just be out in a minute. He'll just be out in a minute. It was taking forever. He'll just be out in a minute. We d- I don't know why I didn't use one of our many, many other bathrooms, but I just had a favorite this day. Um, and, and also, I don't know why I didn't just open my mouth and say, are you coming out soon? Because hello, but I didn't. But anyway, he finally came out with a new hairdo. He had been in the bathroom cutting his hair the entire time. And I recently climbed up his butt about him trimming his beard into the sink because (laughs) I was about to hit that too. (laughs) Because it's clogging this, it's making for a slow drain. And I looked it up and like it's really bad for the it's the hairs catch on the side of it. It's just not good for your plumbing. So I told I I told him you can't you can't be doing this anymore. Yeah, throw it out in the yard where it belongs. (laughs) Throw it. (laughs) Over the fence into the neighbor's yard where it belongs. So anyway, he was like, I think you'd be really proud of me. I didn't get it everywhere. And I walk in and it is hairs. I don't know how he thinks he didn't get it everywhere. There's like ringlets by the sink. I mean, on the floor by the sink. There's hair in the toilet. There's hair everywhere. But mostly I was just like, 
By the way, this 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 was this wasn't the story I was intending to tell. The story I was intending to tell was about his new do, which I'll get into. But in the the story that's coming out is my feelings about his choice of going on an obsessive hairstyle journey, and I've used that word twice. When I had to go to the bathroom and we were trying to get out the door, I don't. I, I felt that that was not the right time to choose a new style. But apparently, he just was going to give himself a trim, and then he went nuts, and he couldn't stop. So oh, my now, goodness. And I, I do relate to that, though. Like, I've been late for many things because I had to try on everything in my closet, and I hated all of it. So this was his version of that. But apparently, he wanted to see where his hair was going to go, but he couldn't stand it anymore. So he cut the sides pretty short, and the top is still kind of long. But because he's so artistic and like good at stuff like this, it actually looks really good if he played in a rockabilly band. <laughs> <laughs> but so I just give feel like, framer? do we still need the shampoo? <laughs> or was that an impetuous purchase? Anyway, so that's the update with Daniel. Oh, that is a journey. Yeah. No cutting hair in the bathroom. If you go out, he could have gone outside. That's my actually, that's the worst part of the story for me is finding all the hair everywhere. I know. Thank <laughs> God I have a cordless vacuum that I'm still pretty much in love with because. Oh, yeah. And then, well, when we were even closer to going, there was, he just had to clean up a little bit more. And I don't mean clean up like with a broom. I mean, he had to trim a little more hair. Sure. Yeah. Cutting hair in a bathroom. I remember hearing about a, a girl who worked at a magazine who was like someone was trying to explain to me how she, basically she's she's just dra- she's always in crisis mode it's always drama and what he said was she's the kind of person who's always in the bathroom cutting her hair now granted this was a work <laughs> bathroom but we're working from home right now so now that's daniel that is so that is that's hilarious that's hilarious <laughs> he's going through something and he's figuring it out and you know at least his hair doesn't look crazy. It does. I mean, he did a really surprisingly good job. It just took a really long time. <laughs> I just keep picturing Lyle Lovett. Yes. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yes. That's who I'm thinking of. Because I what said David he? Byrne, but he doesn't have like a shock of f- curly long hair on top, does he? Right. What does David mm-hmm. Byrne have? Oh, I don't know. He just has short guy hair. Lyle yeah, Lovett. So. Pretty, pretty normal, yeah. Yeah, he's got the Lyle Lovett. You, you, just, guys, you just have to be his Julia Roberts. That's all. You know, they did okay for nine months. They'll <laughs> <laughs> grow back. Right? Is that all that it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it was I don't, short. It was I don't short. track all of Lyle Lovett's marriages, but I think it was nine months. <laughs> oh yeah. Huge fan. Huge fan. No. No. <laughs> So, Jenna and Al, you guys just had your Facebook Live. Tell us all yes. about it and tell us the big news. Oh, the virtual the virtual event. That's what I've been calling yeah. it. It was so fun. Uh, it went better than expected. More people attended than hoped. We had one tiny little technical thing we didn't get in the beginning, but we fixed it, and then it was all good. And uh, we announced... Bit, bit rate is important. <laughs> bit, rate. bit rate is important on uploads. Listen, we so learned that very that. quickly. What does that mean? Um, That's a great question. You, you'll, you'll see it if you look at like your YouTube video, be like, oh, 2500 bit rate. And you're like, is that good? And you don't know. <laughs> right. So I'd never done a Facebook Live before. 
And they said, like, I was just reading tutorials, and they're like, set it to 6,000. And I'm like, oh, okay, 6,000 it is. And then, it, like, you're dropping frames It's like, like herky-jerky. I was doing uh, the robot and telling yeah. jokes at the same time. And so <laughs> then I found the sweet spot, which is 2,500, which is what we have for our upload speed. And I saw, like, a chart, and it's like 6,000 is for someone who has, like, 200 up. And I'm like, okay, well, we don't have that. <laughs> so anyway... A little tech talk for you. Um, So we got through that. That was great. And then Sam and Dylan told jokes at the event, and they were amazing. Oh, my God. Special guests. They were the true headliners. And then um, what else do we do? Oh, we announced that we're pregnant. Wow. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. I have to point out, because I just took a screen cap, while you were talking, Tony's very attached puppy (laughs) appeared and is now just lurking on his shoulder. Patreon.com slash over his shoulder. Um, Okay. So a four-legged parrot right now. (laughs) (laughs) You are with child. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh, we've been keeping it a secret. You've known for a while. I've known. Yes, a lot of people want to know. Does Al- did Allison know? Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. There guys were people for who commented. Out for me. On, <laughs> there were people on the live event. That was their first question. Have you told Allison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Like yes. Um, so we, but we've kept it a secret for a long time. I'm over twenty weeks. Wow, you're over halfway. Almost twenty one weeks. Yeah, and because we've kept <laughs> what is right because we've kept it a secret for so long i keep forgetting about it not forgetting about it like <laughs> oh i'm pregnant but like oh i do have big news to share like i've just kept it in for so mm-hmm. long that i keep thinking what's the big news i always keep saying like how did you find out oh wait we told you we're in this yeah. weird vortex anyway so it's a boy we're having a boy wow. which is wow. huge you need to teach us everything you know, Allison. Seriously. Because we just feel like, what? Yeah, I was and thinking about that today. I was thinking, you got to get all new, I mean, not all new stuff, but, oh, but you know, yeah, some much. stuff. Pretty much. We went through, and I mean, yeah, we're going to, we have to retire a lot of clothing, and it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. The pregnancy has been fine, horrible in the beginning, 17, about 17 weeks of just awfulness that's so stomach long. flu it was so long and i kept thinking this can't go on forever and it finally subdued a little bit and i still have moments but now i'm just in that like i'm growing really fast mm-hmm. suddenly um and my emotions feel a little out of control and you know that kind of thing al <laughs> just the scary the part crawls across al's face <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> So that's where I'm at, which is good, but I am glad because I this was by far the worst pregnancy and I threw up more than I ever have. So I am thrilled to be out of that. I feel like I look less gray, but I felt like I looked gray for like a long time. Did you show, because they say with each subsequent pregnancy, and my God, your mom on number six, that poor woman, um, they say with each subsequent pregnancy, you show faster. Yes, I would say my stomach is, is yes, definitely. Like, it just can't, you, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, right. I used to, in the first pregnancy, you can kind of like suck in. Second one, you could kind of like, you know, adjust. This one, it's like, there is no sucking in. 
when we like I go I've been trying to exercise and stay active this pregnancy as much as I can and when I go walking like I've had to relearn like when you walk up a hill you don't realize you use your abs a lot to do that Mm. and now I'm like there are no abs like I cannot there's nothing there to help me so I'm like super sore in my behind and down my down my thighs because I'm like lifting all this weight with zero abs and it's insane so that's where I've noticed the biggest difference is I got I got no support here there's nothing happening it's all bad well, yeah. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. We are excited. I don't. We haven't. We don't have a name yet. We don't. No. Yeah. We'll get there, I guess. Oh yeah. It's gonna be a long, hot summer. That's the. That's the part oh, I'm yeah. like. Oh. I mean, Georgia in July. Um, the babies Ooh, do yeah. August third. Oh, that's and right. I'm in like the, in the wolf. <laughs> yeah. I am gonna be so swollen. So swollen. Are you more? relaxed about this pregnancy that like because it's your third um i yes and no i'm more relaxed in like sometimes i want to like eat a few pieces of sushi and i don't think that's a big deal Mm -hmm. (laughs) so in that way i feel like i'm a little more relaxed but I think I've been a little more stressed because we had a miscarriage in 2019. Right. This pregnancy, I've been like, oh, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. And then even though I'm I'm turning 35 this year, the first thing oh. my doctor said to me was like, oh, this is an elderly pregnancy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. What? So that was a little bit of a shock to the old system as well because I thought, wait a minute. I'm not even there yet. So anyway. That's like, a tough expression for that. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Well, they either call it geriatric. Geriatric. Geriatric is another one. Like, I've been calling myself Old Bones Jones, but that was a joke. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. No one else is. <laughs> you could say so, there are so many more benign terms you could use. You say like senior, advanced, late yes. stage, yeah. something. But geriatric. Yeah. Experienced. Yeah. <laughs> Wise. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So that's been interesting. But um, I will say I am more relaxed. I'm just I'm ner- I'm nervous though. I have wait, we have to do it again. We have to like start over. We're fully potty trained in our house. <laughs> like we're starting over again. Can you train the other kids to potty train the new one? Mm. <laughs> That would be yes. I cannot even imagine the drama. <laughs> <laughs> like the way that sometimes there will be like the the lowest person on the totem pole at a new job is the one who trains you, which always seems like yeah. a bad idea to me. But I think that Dylan should be potty training and also raising this your boy. It's it's possible she will. She's very <laughs> excited. They're so excited. They're more neurotic than I am. Like I'll be sitting there eating something, and Sam will go, "Mom, is that good for the baby?" <laughs> oh I'm like, God. "You shut your mouth, okay?" <laughs> I don't really say that, but I want to. Um, so they'll they're way more excited than I am, and so they'll constantly ask, "What's the baby doing? How's the baby doing? What's going on, Mom? I need to give your t- stomach a hug, Mom. Let me talk to Aww. your stomach. Let me." And so it's so sweet, and so they're so excited. The teachers at Samantha's preschool, when I went to pick 
when we found out it was a boy, we told the girls they were so happy. And then when I went to pick um, them up, the principal came up to the car and said, like, I've never seen a child so excited about a baby. She's, she has not stopped talking about the baby brother Aww. she's having. She's told every single person in the school. So I hope you were, t- I hope you were telling people because we all know. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. So it's, Al, it's so when cute. Jenna said she was a little more emotional, a certain look went across your face. Do tell. Get out of my face and shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. How dare you? Make it happen. Yes, it's all all of those things. Jody uh, Sawyer, everybody. I- yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, you know, no more than normal. Uh, that's not know. a good answer. Look at Jenna's face. <laughs> no, I just uh, you know, this uh, is hot hot water he's getting yeah. in right now. Sub turds. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> Sub turds. I just live in the hot water. So. Sub turds is how I feel all the time right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I think. Um, he honestly humming, 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 humming. Yeah, I'm I mean, enjoying I, how I, awkward I, I, this is, is what is life even really <laughs> if you define it emotions they're just feelings and we all have them yeah so she's entitled to feelings <laughs> and uh, well thank you and we'll, I'll just you know address them as they come and go <laughs> and t- no big deal no big deal it's, so. I'm tired, you know? It's like, yeah. you know, Allison, you're so tired when you're pregnant and mm. you just, things hit you differently. Yes. Words, phrases, things like, they just hit you a little bit different. Like yeah. the name thing. I don't want to pick a name right now for some reason because I just don't want people to think they know what his name is. <laughs> like, like that's the <laughs> attitude I have right now. Like... <laughs> You don't know what I'm feeling or thinking. So it's a little scary. I will admit it. I, you know, what is anything these days? Uh, I, I think you've identified cravings much easier. Sure. Right? Uh, you know, pickles. I have enjoyed pickles recently yeah. a so, lot. So that helps. And you were just so <laughs> sick at the beginning that I felt terrible for you. And I just thought Al was a crazy driver because every time we got in the car, I would throw up and I'd be like, <laughs> why are you driving so crazy? It was because I was pregnant and wanted to and just was sick. He's not a crazy driver. Turns out I haven't thrown up once in the last month. Yeah. Yeah. So we figured that out. <laughs> and uh, no, I think we're excited. I think I'm shell shocked that it's a boy. Uh, I'm just used to being a girl dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like so easy and we figured it out and like. It's very sweet and fun, and I'm scared to raise a boy that will become a man, and that I have to like, I don't know. It's it, different. Yeah, yeah. It feels it's different. Like very. It's been like there's like a different connection because like with the girls, they I just lo- felt like well, they worship the ground he walks on. You know, I mean, they've mm-hmm. all declared they're going to marry their dad. They <laughs> love dad. Dad's the best. And there's not and like so, a, I don't feel like I have to be an example to them of how they're supposed to be. Right. But maybe who they might like fall in love with or date or marry. And like with the son, I feel like, so do you have to be like me? Do I have to be the example? Mm. What if you hate me? What if I'll, I only see myself in you? <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, why am I so annoying? Was I this annoying? You know? <laughs> Things like that. So See, but that's what I feel with my girls where I'm like, yeah. I feel like someday they're going to be mad at me and I don't know how to like figure that out. 
Because sometimes they are kind of mad. Like they're just, oh, yeah. you feel that like mother daughter thing happening. Mm-hmm. Even with Sam where you're like, oh, I, do- I don't want her to be mad at me or like to think I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's not competition. It's like, if you know, if you have a mom who you, you know, you just know there's sometimes there's that friction. Friction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I think he's nervous you've about already, that. Yeah. You've already got to go through all that. Right. And I've been like, we'll probably never have a boy. <laughs> and now I have to deal with that. Yeah. It'll be so. fun. Yeah. And everyone says little, uh, I have two friends who have texted me and said, oh, you're going to love having a boy. And they have boys as well. And they've said boy, little boy snuggles are the best ones. <laughs> They're very, I mean, I, I don't have, you know, a girl to compare it to. Right. Uh, but I really enjoy having little boys. They're yeah. very sweet. They're like they little are. boy That's puppies. A, yeah. <laughs> you guys, yeah. speaking of medical stuff, which is an A-plus segue, if I do say so myself, I want to tell you guys about Figs. Figs celebrates the 100% awesome healthcare professionals by making scrubs they'll actually feel excited about wearing. Forget boxy, itchy cotton scrubs. Figs are engineered with athletic apparel functionality and also are ridiculously soft and comfortable. Win, win, win. Jenna, when you go to have this boy... If the doctors coming in and out of your room are wearing super stylish scrubs that have a lot of pockets, they're probably wearing figs. They've already been turned on to the genius that is figs. Figs has brought scrubs into the 21st century by creating scrubs with a focus on design, function, and comfort. Figs proprietary Fion X fabric with Silvader antimicrobial technology for odor control, fabric durability, and four-way stretch, moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and ridiculously soft, and and like over a bazillion... That's an exaggeration, but some styles have over 10 pockets. And by the way, they don't only make scrubs. Daniel has a hoodie with lots of pockets that they made, uh, and he loves it, and I sometimes want to steal it. I almost bought a lab coat till I had to admit that I really don't, don't do things in my life that require a lab coat, but I wanted one. So if you're one of the awesome humans who work in healthcare, Figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone who is with the best scrubs in the world. Figs will give you 15% off too. Use code BESTFRIEND15 at checkout. Head to wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our code BESTFRIEND15 at checkout. Get ready to love your scrubs. Okay, I also, speaking of comfort and style, I'll tell you about MeUndies. I love MeUndies. Daniel loves MeUndies. If you throw open our underwear drawers, it's just a sea of MeUndies. Uh, they're super comfortable. They're really well made. They have all sorts of, they have solids and they also have all sorts of cute patterns. He and I have matching underwear. We don't wear them on the same day, but we could. But we don't. Um, he's got underwear with strawberries on them. He's got holiday. I mean, if you're looking for fun underwear, MeUndies has you covered. If you're just looking for basic, comfortable underwear, MeUndies has you covered. MeUndies isn't just here to make sure every booty is comfortable. They're also limiting the amount of laundry you have. They have designed a membership that not only saves you 30% on each order, but delivers a fun new pair of undies or socks right to your door each month. Plus, you're the boss. You can control your shipments, and you also get early access to their most exclusive prints. And MeUndies are offered in a range of sizes, including 
extra small to 4XL, and they also offer the softest loungewear. Fill your closet with things you actually want to put on. So I have a great offer for you guys. MeUndies has a great offer for you. Together, MeUndies and I have a great <laughs> offer for you. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. And if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. MeUndies.com slash Allison. Okay. That's a good deal. Now, topic that I hope will bring about passion in the listeners and in my guest today, something that I have become passionate about, and I hope we can all come together and talk about it, cleaning grout. It has become my new mm. obsession. I was telling my mom, I was, I was telling her the things I've discovered for cleaning grout, and she's like, you're becoming like a cleaning person which I think is like high praise from her. And I said, and then Daniel made a face similar to the one Al made Jenna, when you said you were emotional Um, because the thing is, yes, I have become obsessed with getting our shower clean and with getting the grout clean everywhere that there is grout, which is a lot of, we have a very, we're very, it's a very grout forward house. There's a lot of grout here. Um, Very groutful. It's groutful. Yes. We're making a grout, a groutitude list. Um, and it just says bathroom floor, <laughs> bathroom fo- floor, shower. That's where the, but you know, but anyway, um, but it's very cluttered and very messy. So Daniel has let me know that he would prefer that I pour my energy into like the clutter, but I don't want to. I just have become obsessed with getting the grout clean. Now, what I've discovered works quite well, and th- this is not a sponsor, is Magic Eraser, but all of a sudden I started Ooh. worrying. I started worrying, even though Magic Eraser claims it's safe, what if this was formerly sealed grout and I just removed the top layer of sealant? Someone mm. take it away. Oh, Al, tell us everything you know about grout. How <gasps> much about grout? I was going to say we should play what does Al know, but he already <gasps> tipped his mitt. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, we should have. I'm oh, so it's sorry. been so long. Uh, I'm not obsessed with grout. I don't uh, enjoy cleaning it. I don't, uh, I don't really think about it. And I don't think it thinks about me, quite frankly. <laughs> um, you're just talking in between all the tiles, yeah. scrubbing those lines. Yeah, because it gets uh, so gross. I mean, ours wasn't that gross. I don't want to make everyone think I live in a gross place. Um, but it has the potential to get gross. I have a question. Did you try many techniques or did you see that the magic eraser was the magic? I try. So first I bought a grout cleaning brush. Okay. Which was, <laughs> it looks like a, a horse toothbrush. And I kept that in the bathroom. And while I was in the shower, I would bend, <laughs> bend over and begin brushing the grout. <laughs> Not with any cleanser though, just with the hot shower. Right. And then at a certain point, I'm like, this is not doing it. So then I think I used scrubbing bubbles, which worked okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I, like I used OxyClean mm. um, area rug cleaner because that's what I had. And I was like, oh, my God, this is totally turning it white in a bit of a patchy way. 
But then I tried the magic eraser and I was like, holy cow, this is really working. Jeff, you seem to have thoughts. I've heard amazing things about magic erasers, but I have not tried them yet. I'm, I'm very excited to try them. I should put them on my list. I've been, I've been meaning to try them forever. I love a good bathroom cleaning product. They're I'm a fan of the scrubbing all bubbles. around. What's that? I said they're pretty great for a lot of things. I can't That's say I've ever heard. used them for grout, but I've used them for lots of other things, and it's, they're pretty awesome. Well, I got I went a little off the deep end with the magic eraser and I began using it to clean a lot of things. And then I started worrying that what if I'm like damaging things? Because here I read that (laughs) I read that you shouldn't use them on marble because they can wipe away the sealant on marble. But then I realized, oh, wait, we don't have what I thought was marble. I don't know what it's some kind of fake something or other. So I, I don't know if it's okay or not. I can't figure out what my counters are, but I don't think they're marble. I, given how my, cheaply this place was uh, flipped, I don't think they put in marble counters. I like to use um, just a little bleachy spray, like watered-down bleach. That'll do a lot of the work for you and then just hit it with a brush. Mm. So whatever kind of no-touch thing I can find, I like that a lot. Um, scrubbing bubbles do okay, but I think they're better at getting rid of soap scum and polishing up chrome. I think that's their strong suit. Ah, yeah. I do need Um, something because the fixture in the shower has like lime scale or something on it. Right. This sounds so much like an extended sponsor read and it's really not. I really do care about this. For the lime scale, you can, there's a spray specifically for lime scale, but you can also use vinegar that'll usually do a pretty good job on it. Yes, I know. I just can't stand the smell of vinegar. Mm. But I know it's supposed to be good. Yeah. What I know. Lot, vinegar more? always makes me makes me think of Easter eggs. Yes. And I hate that smell, too. What were you yeah. saying, Tony? Oh, I just said, what do you hate more? Vinegar or dirty grout? That's a good point. Vinegar. Exactly. Apparently, there's something. <laughs> I, apparently, there's something called cleaning vinegar, though, which is actually vinegar that doesn't smell as strongly. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, like I vinegar just, with water in it. Right, it's probably just diluted. And I think they put some scent in it. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think you like... have to worry about damaging the grout, especially if you're using a some kind of nylon brush. I think grout is pretty sturdy. I think if, even if you used a wire brush, I think it would hold up probably under that, but I, I wouldn't use that. Um, but I think, yeah, whatever you hit it with, uh, with a nylon brush, I think is probably okay. What do you think about the magic eraser though? Because like I said, it is crazy. Like it truly yeah. just bring it, it like turns white when you use it, but the magic eraser is like very fine sandpaper. Right. Yeah, it's probably fine. It's yeah, probably sure. Fine. <laughs> the problem <laughs> for rubbing. me, the problem for me with the magic eraser is I used it a few times on my walls and then I was like, oh no, that part of the wall is really clean and the rest of my Mm. wall looks disgusting. And then I had to give up on the magic eraser because it was just teaching me that I need to wash the entire wall, which I don't want to do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you get that one overly white patch and it just sets everything off. That is what happens with OxyClean area carpet cleaner a little bit because it'll turn, it'll really clean whatever you use it on. Yeah. And then you think, well, shoot, I can't do the whole thing right now. Mm -hmm. I have things to look at on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. I think it might be time to do some iTunes comments of the week. (gasps) 
Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, Daniels. Al is going to do the honors. Daniel's intros by a Goldie Three. Love the Thursday intros by Daniel! Exclamation point. Also, like to see them on Instagram. The Thursday episodes are always great to hear and make me laugh. Mm. Thank you. Number two. Oh, you want to do another one? Yes, please. Longtime listener from Kathy Y18. Just started a new job working remotely, and it feels so good to bring Allison along with me. I always enjoy meeting new people on the Monday shows and then Thursday catching up with old friends. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Thank you, listeners, for your lovely comments. Please, I beg of you. You know, I, fe- I don't know that I'm going to continue begging. It-, it feels a little not me. Demand it. Yeah. I beseech you. Please. <laughs> I mean, not please, just I implore you and beseech you. <laughs> rate, review, f- crap. What's the third one? Rate, subscribe. review, subscribe. Uh, I've been doing this for 600 years and I can never remember all three of them. Podcast boner. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, leave us a nice comment, please. It helps out the show so much. And, and I read them and we read them on the show sometimes. So really, what a treat. I also would like to take a moment to... I'm needy and I'm available. <laughs> to welcome and say hello to some new Patreon subscribers patreon hello and welcome david s who converted from a monthly subscription to an annual one hello jessica no i need more claps thank you (laughs) jessica she signed up for an annual subscription she knows what's up tony a also signed up for an annual subscription and then Matthew W., welcome. I hope you enjoy my Patreon. Um, So, yes, there are annual subscriptions. Uh, It's 12 months for the price of 10. So you get two free months. You can't afford not to unless you don't want to. That's right. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. It's like they're paying you to listen. And also... You're making money on the deal. That's right. But also, the Patreon has been going on for long enough now that it's like there's been like a thousand ninety two posts or something and and if you sign up you get access to many of them D- different wow. levels get access to all of them so all i'm saying is i remember someone coming on the show and talking about her patreon and being like yeah it it comes out to like less than a dollar an episode um but i've had so many episodes that like jeff's saying you sign up and then suddenly it's like there's money in your account i don't know how it happens yeah. but that is what happens Yes. The show that pays you. Um, okay, so Jenna and Al and Jeff mm. and Tony. When we were all last together, we talked about thong underwear. <gasps> and I solicited listener opinions. Because Jenna okay, and I are both pretty anti-thong and incredulous yes. of this idea that somehow they're you don't feel them and they're more comfortable, which just sounds like, um, um, not true. Baloney. 
Not true. And baloney. <laughs> so I got a lot of calls and voicemails, which I played. I couldn't wait. So I played them on the episode with Daniel that came out the following Monday. Um, so I, I feel like almost to a woman, everyone who called in and one man called in. Oh, no, he actually liked thongs for himself. Um, but when he rides a bike, which that just sounds awful to me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Punishment. everyone hated, hate, hates them. They're on, they agree with us. But then I got this email from someone who's super pro-thong. What? I don't have any issues with an anus ride. <laughs> and it wasn't even Jackie who sent it in. Okay. This is from Casey. Here we go. When I used to wear bikini briefs, I would adjust my underwear constantly. They were shifting and moving around. I can remember as a kid, my parents saying, stop picking your seat all the time. When I I started with thongs in college, I think it took a week, maybe two. Here's an aside. That's a long time. Okay. Uh, But it was just there, not moving, and I just got used to it, and I stopped picking my wedgies because it was just a constant wedgie smiley face. Mm. Which, yeah, that's... So so you were essentially giving in to the wedgie. Yeah. You just get used to the wedgie. Exactly. I was tired of, like, sporadically being mistreated, so I decided to opt for it all the time. (laughs) Sometime in my 30s, the thongs got to me too much, and I found them too hard to ignore. Maybe having kids and gaining weight, who knows? Now I wear tangas, which, by the way, I had to look that up. I didn't even know that was a a thing. Now I wear tangas that? that are wider, but still all up your butt. It's a bigger wedgie. It's a bigger wedgie. Yeah. (laughs) I find them more comfy, but it's similar in that they're just kind of there the whole time and you just roll with it. I do. I could not roll with it. I do wear bikini briefs for working out. Otherwise, too much chafing. But all I do is pick at them. I do also like me a cheeky hipster. (laughs) All these I usually get at Kohl's for less up your butt than thongs or tangas, which is sometimes needed if it's been a, shall we say, intestinal distress kind of day. Then that's too much much information. (laughs) Then that's too much happening in the butt area. My 17.5 cents on the matter. Love the show. Casey. Is 17.5 cents, is that inflation? What's happening? Must be. But (laughs) this is a lot of underwear drama. Yeah. Like, you have gone through so many different kinds. Cheeky hipster. I mean, I don't know what that one is. Maybe that's just... It's like some... Is it like... They're just... I don't even know okay, what, what it would so be. A cr- I can cool weigh in for, on this one. Okay, what's a cheeky hipster? And MeUndies, aforementioned earlier sponsor, actually sells them, and they sell thongs, and I think they sell tangas too. A cheeky hipster is like oh. a hipster, so it's like they come down a little bit lower on the hip. It's it's like um almost like a boy, not a boy short in like the full leg kind of thing, but they right. come down a little bit lower. But I think they're a little more up your butt than say a full seat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to be cheeky. You got to right. show some cheek. Okay. I get it. I'm picturing someone dressed as a hipster. So am I. And they're like, <laughs> right. I'm over okay. it. Like a pork pie hat, a little uh, <laughs> yeah. soul patch. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay. 
So maybe a waxed mustache. <laughs> Here's the thing: Why would you? You can't. If you have to like switch it up all the time, it's not the right pair. It feels like to me. Yes. Right. And then I read this article that was like how to adjust to thongs with minimal discomfort and pain. And I thought, pain? That's, that's I know. That's <laughs> what we're looking at. But some the advice was one of the many bits of advice was to size up because then, you know, well, that's you won't- anti my life so i will not size up (laughs) then you won't get split in half so to speak have i ever told the story of when i I was scratching my butthole (laughs) (laughs) when i act camel toe city population me (laughs) of when i accidentally tried on male thongs oh yeah i don't know how i've managed to not share this one this whole time and I only recently remembered it because this guy called in and, and said he likes thongs for when he's riding a bike. And I was like, I don't even think that's a thing. I think this is fake. I don't think they make thongs for dudes. I had it. It's a, it's a call it mom brain or a brain fart. I don't know. And then Daniel was like, no, I think that's real. So he wrote in and he's like, thank you for sticking up for me, Daniel. <laughs> and then it, it, uh, it reminded me of something that happened. So I was dating this guy in New York. I met him on, uh, on, uh, the onion personals. That's this was way before apps. Wow. Yeah. He was nice. And he was into like thongs and sexy lingerie. So I was like young enough. And (laughs) now, I mean, that ship has sailed. I can't, it's so far over the horizon. I can't even see it. But I was a young person at this time. And I thought, sure, I like fun. So I went to a store <laughs> to try on some thongs, which is gross when you think about it. And I just like grabbed a handful and went into the, the room and tried one on. And I was like, I don't understand what, what this pouch is for. and then i mean it took a lot like way too long for me to suddenly put it together (laughs) what the pouch was for and also put your car keys (laughs) i know I don't have a pocket. It has a pocket hair i did it didn't even look like penis And the funny thing is, the person who worked at the store, I believe, had kind of like, you know, counted my items that I was taking in. But I appreciate that she was like, well, okay. Anyway, (laughs) I had forgotten about that. Yeah. A few things. I've never tried on a thong in a store. Is it like wrapped in plastic or like how does it work? No, you just, your thong could be tried on by, I guess you take them home and wash them. I think that I tried it on, like you do with a bathing suit, I tried it on over my underwear. Okay. okay. I'm trying to remember if it had like that sandy, sandy strip. Right. I mean, it's so thin. A bathing suit does. I don't think it could around the thong. Right. Part. My other thought was, I lived with my brother in New York for a long time. He's a professional dancer and male dancers wear dance belts, which is essentially a very sturdy man thong is it like made out of leather or something 
pretty much. They are they are intense. They hold everything together, but it's a thong. And he did not, I don't think he cared for them, but you have to wear them. It's like, it's a part of the Uniform. athletic. No. Yeah. Anyway, so I was surrounded by them forever because <laughs> oh, wow. they were fancy and you have to hand, or they, he didn't hand, I don't know if he hand washed them, but he had to wash and then hang them to dry. So our apartment was just constantly covered in man thongs. Your apartment looked like my dressing room that day. Yeah, yeah. And if I remember, the pouch ha- Oh, wait a minute. I was going to say has like a hole in it, but obviously that's to put in your, your coin purse and change. <laughs> I was thinking ahead. Never mind. Never mind. So that's my story about that. Um, I still feel that we're correct, Janet. But I I have a follow-up question um, to the last time you guys were on. And as I said then, Greg Heller is not here, so I have to be the one to ask the um, rude question, which was, are Mormons allowed to wear thongs? And you said, oh, yeah. like Oh, yeah. Yes. I wanted to ask about the oh, yeah of it all, because the way you said it like suggested to me, like, not only... Are they allowed to, but like they are super into it or something? It's encouraged. <laughs> Set it and forget it. I, I think I only said it like that just because, well, because it's, it is tricky, right? So we have garments that we wear. Um, some, not all Mormons wear them, but uh, certain members of the church wear garments. And so you, you do leave. I wear them. So I don't have to worry about underwear except for when I wear normal underwear when I work out or mm-hmm. if we're like out doing yard work or whatever. Cause otherwise it's like too much material. But, um, so I don't really ever think about underwear, but like growing up, all my friends, you know, we didn't have the garments. And so we, they all, I mean, they, I was like the only one who didn't wear a thong. I was like the, you know, the, the nerd who did who couldn't handle the wedgie, you know. Interesting. Too busy. Okay. It's cool, bro. That's the way shit goes down. Because, I feel like Go ahead. I feel like the the thong acceptance by so many of these people, it just sounds like so much Stockholm syndrome to yes. me. <laughs> like like you're really not into this, but it's just worn you down, and now you're identifying with your captors and somehow defending them and promoting them to other people. I just it doesn't seem like somebody said, "Oh, you know what? I put on a thong," and I was like, "Man, I got it all going on now. This is it. I've been waiting for this my whole life." It seems like everybody thinks it's a thing they should be doing, and then they just wear it until they forget how much they hate it. Well, I kind of wonder that because are the origin of the thong? Is it like because it was? found attractive or was it for practical purpose yes i don't know you know i would guess because the argument that i've heard for them is that you don't see panty lines oh yeah that too that's true that's the practical i would guess it's either that or you know just a stripper thing (laughs) (laughs) i mean they do look how how much how how much underwear can we take away how much ass can we show and have this still fit a legal definition of underwear (laughs) I wonder what the legal definition of underwear is. I don't know. Uh, I could tell a story about that, I guess. Please. Uh, This is neither the time nor the place now. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. right. Listen, I had a run in. I was on stage. No. uh, My my Dollar bills were flying. I I have a brother who is in law enforcement. And uh, in a previous line of work that was in law enforcement, his job was to go into the clubs to check for tax purposes because they tax the clubs differently 
if you're fully nude or if you're only half. And so he his like job ever like it'd be like hey it's your turn this month you'd have to go into these clubs and like, check like oh yep fully clothed okay yep yep you got the bottoms on you're okay and that's like someone has to check up and make sure that that's okay yeah and uh, that was his job for taxes I, for tax I would love purposes. to see that job interview <laughs> sitting there and he's okay so what are we talking about here five hundred a week oh I only have to pay you five hundred dollars a week okay sure I'll take that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so some someone does have to like go through and he was like. Because you're a you're a, you are law enforcement and you're going in and there's like these drug dealers and basically people that hate you and you're there going like hey I know this is your club or you're here let me just I'm just here checking just the here to shirt. check the underwear and, uh, <laughs> just here checking the meter yeah and uh, the buffet looks pretty good tonight boys okay yeah. all right okay high fives see you later so. um he would go in in his cop clothes. Yeah, he has to because you're you're part of the comptroller's office, right? So you're checking for like, uh, you know, farm diesel, making sure people are doing that. If anyone's, it was more tax enforcement for the state, and one of those is checking these clubs. And so they would do rotations because nobody wants the job. So it's really, like, hey, this is this is your month. You got You got to go in there and do this. And like, okay, all right, let's go in and take care of this because so, it's uh, yeah. Some of the guys didn't want the job. Yeah, because it's not—it's not like you're going in. To, you're not a patron, right? You have to go in and do work, and you're like showing up as law enforcement. So some of the patrons are not happy to see you, right? Would, that makes sense. Would prefer to kill you, you know. I mean, there's, there's sort of a animosity there, yeah. And it's like we're we're seeing each other, but it's not on the business we're normally chasing each other for. It's something else, right? So, right. Anyway, it would be like, funny oh, if he came in dressed as a cop, and also some strippers came in dressed as cops, and then it was like a French yeah. farce. How do you, yeah, how can you tell? Like, no, I'm not that kind of cop. And it's, no, I'm not a hot cop. Yeah, it's, it's really I'm dumb. here for the bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so back to what you were saying, Jenna. Daniel was asking about that, about the, the wait, Mormons, thongs, etc. And I said, I think they must wear them over the car. my garments. Oh my gosh, I love it. No, no, that would be... I mean, that sounds so much fabric, so much fabric. Yeah. Sounds kind of productive, too. Mm hmm. Defeats (laughs) the purpose. (laughs) You're just jamming more fabric up where you don't want more. Right. That's like a sock in a flip flop. (laughs) Yes, yes. But some people do that. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're in a rush. Uh, No, I think just before you get the garment, then like a lot of girls wear them before that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing says you can't wear lingerie or any that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, time. that's fine. Yeah, that's all, for, it's all good. For sexy, for sexy time. time. Anything's, you know, yeah. So we're just relax. <laughs> <laughs> People always think like, oh, my goodness, garments. But you're like, it relax. Is, well, it's just a thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a religious thing. No big deal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So there's like garment time and then there's lingerie time. Which exactly. Oh, definitely. Time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A sensual mormon. Exactly. There it is. Yeah. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> That's actually the dirtiest part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Are you a gig worker? Settle down over there. <laughs> Are you a gig worker or self-employed? Uh, people who have small businesses or are self-employed have had to be super flexible and creative this year. I don't know how 2020 has been for you, but if it's been the way it is for you, how it's been for me. And that's barely English because I have emotions about this. 2020 has been a very rough year. It's been an incredibly, for a number of reasons, but um, specifically financially, 
it's been tough. And Wompley, Wompley has helped over 100,000 small businesses get a PPP stimulus loan. Up to 41.1 million self-employed workers may qualify for up to $41,666 in 100% forgivable loans. Funds are limited, so apply for free today at Wompley.com slash Allison. That's W-O-M-P-L-Y.com slash Allison. And see if you qualify qualify for a PPP loan, Wompley.com slash Allison, Wompley.com slash Allison. Do it because you never know, you might, you might be able to get it and, um, and that'd be great. I also want to tell you guys about KiwiCo. You've probably heard me talk about KiwiCo before. They make, um, super entertaining, fun, educational project boxes for your kids and it's a subscription box, and uh, they're these STEAM projects. So STEAM is science, technology, engineering, art, or math, and, and they take your kids' imaginations on a trip without leaving home. And what we do is we get the monthly box, and then I ferret them away so that Elliot doesn't see that they have arrived. And then when I need to pull out the big guns, when I need to do something that will occupy him or that'll make him super excited, I bring out one of the boxes. Um, with a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. It's for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every stage in between. They're really great. They have uh, like different lines for each ages. Um, Elliot actually graduated from like the koala crate to the next one up. And they're all super fun. I have talked before, I think about one of one of his favorite ones and one of my favorite ones too was this fishing game. And there's this piece of fabric, it's like a pond and there's always little fish. And then you have these wooden fishing poles and you can pick up the fish. And you, there's also was like a stained glass, um, not with, it, it, it looks like stained glass. It was made out of paper actually. You can make these stained glass fish. They're just beautiful and we still have them. There was also recently one where he made a tree and there was one where he learned about the solar system and now he knows more about the solar system than I do. But I like that. I like that he's outshining me. That's cool. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code Allison at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code Allison, KiwiCo.com, promo code Allison. All right. I think it might be time to do some... Just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? <laughs> All right. So uh, if you would like to send in your Just Me or Everyone, tweet it to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Yeah. At A-R-I-Y-N-B-F uh, on Twitter and use the hashtag J-M-O-E, which is just me or everyone. And I also, when I read that email earlier, I should have said if you want to email us, we're um, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Okay. Katie says, printing something landscape orientation just feels fancy. I don't know that I've ever thought about it in that way, but it does feel fancy. 
Well, usually it's like because you're making a sign. Yeah. Like, or you're, you know, like oh. you're writing something important. Right. Something outside and you need it of in your landscape. regular whatever you're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I was just picturing spreadsheets and being like, yeah, spreadsheets. <laughs> and those you want landscape because you got stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think about those. No. We, no. Yeah. yeah. It's two different worlds, I guess. <laughs> that always does feel important when you have a spreadsheet and it's, it's landscape because I, and then you have that staple in the corner. The pages do the big flip as you go Ooh. through them. It's like, this is important. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. I need to show you so many columns <laughs> that I needed to print this in landscape. <laughs> I agree. Tone zone? I got nothing. I can't, I, I've literally never thought about it and I can't see myself thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tony, I feel like you didn't weigh in on thongs. For uh, or against? In, in, uh, in, Do as a wearer or as a better? observer? <laughs> Both. Uh, I can't say I've ever worn one. Uh, so I, I don't have much to say on that. Uh, I can't imagine they would be comfortable. And therefore, I totally could understand why someone would not want to wear them. I totally get that. But the, you know, but also, sure, if I was, with someone, and they said, "Hey, you want me to wear a thong? <laughs> Check out my thong." I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say no, but I would also be like, "Only if you're comfortable with that." I'm not gonna <laughs> this, force it. This is for you. This is not for me. <laughs> I like. I like that frank discussion. Hey, want me to wear a thong? <laughs> you know, I know how to talk sexy. What can I say? <laughs> uh, okay. It's a, it's a good first conversation or first date conversation yes. starter. Yeah, should I be doing that on the uh, the dating apps? Yeah, that's Probably. a good icebreaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good to know. Thank you. Let me write that down. Yep. What's the hot app now? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Jeff, do uh, you know? Oh, I don't know. I'm aged out of all that I shit. I think Hinge seems to be a uh, never heard of one it. right now. And what's that? What's know. the gimmick on Hinge? Uh, I mean, I don't know that it's really that much hmm. different. You you match with people or you, you don't. Doors um, door, are yeah, doors. It's doors on hinges. It's open and close. <laughs> Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Jen T uh, ta- tagged me in this one. It's from someone else who I don't think is a listener, but that's okay. Um, Anani Basil says, do you have a junk drawer in your kitchen or is it just me? We do have, we do have one. Yeah, I do too. What's in your junk drawer? In ours, we have batteries, screwdriver, menus, Mm -hmm. um, like brochures and just assorted crap. That's like a perfect, that's a perfect junk drawer. It's perfect. (laughs) You have everything you need in there. Yeah. Ours shares its half junk, half silverware drawer, much to Al's dismay. Mm, mm. And it has scissors, a couple of... Uh, can opener. Can opener, a couple of straws. That's that not junk. Reusable straws. Um, some Band-Aids. So some yeah. Band-Aids. A couple of bobby pins. So, yeah, the, the bag clips. Bag clips. Oh, yeah. The, a, there's a random pen without a lid. A pen without a, a lid. Pen without a I lid. need that pen. Thank yeah. you. Um, and <laughs> There's a chill pipe in there. You said that, right? Yeah, yeah, straws. Yeah, yeah, straws. Um, okay. Sometimes I slide things that I think I'm going to remember 
that I need under the silverware drawer, but then I just forget that they're there and six months later throw them away. Usually like, oh, this receipt, I might want to return something. <laughs> so I better put this receipt under here and then I forget that it exists. Um, a <laughs> couple yes. of pennies, usually a few random pennies. <laughs> Uh, the list goes on. Yeah, there'll be like a half of an old charger that no longer fits anything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, that's my, that's I my have cell so from, much from trouble getting, I just found, um, the cord to plug into the original iPod and oh, USB. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. I can't get rid of it. Can Frame I? it. You can. <laughs> I <Yeah>. won't. <laughs> you can. I still have the iPod. Does it turn on? I don't know. No, and I don't know, even know where it is. I just know I have it. <laughs> no, I, I don't I know. I just got rid then. of <laughs> one not that long ago. I just got rid of one not that long ago, and I was holding on to it, and I'm going like, why? You want to sync it with the computer? You have an app that you can find any song in the world. Oh, you're right. And you're like, what am I going to sync and be like, oh, I don't have that song. I haven't sunk it to my computer yet. <laughs> I have to go home and get the new album. You're like, well, what are we doing here? You're right. I have Apple Music. I, re- I don't really yeah. need the iPod anymore. It's more like just to look at it and be like, oh, remember when. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so many ways to do that now. Okay, Jeff, what's in your junk drawer? Mine top drawer is batteries for sure. Um, there's a weird cl- – they're junk tools. So, like, if I need – a crappy tool and I don't feel like walking out of the room, you know, it's just this crappy screwdriver. So there's junk tools in there. Um, and then there's weirdly this like assortment that somehow makes sense in my mind of like, <laughs> like things that you put under a chair so it won't scratch the floor mm-hmm. and like oh, yeah. things that hold your bookshelf to the wall and Velcro things like these kind of like useful household fastener type things. And yeah, other stuff that it's like, I might have a use for this, but I don't think I will, but I don't want to throw it out. That all goes in there. And then underneath that, I have a drawer that's just containers. It's like mm. random little, um, you know, a medicine bottle or something like that of different sizes. And I'm glad to see Al nodding because this should be a just mirror. Everyone is like, does everybody hang on to like containers? Because they're like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a bunch of screws that I need to put in something and have them and... Yeah, and you know if you mirror? ever broke it out, you would not have enough containers to match enough lids. Yep. There's always mm-hmm. somehow like, where did the container go without a lid? Or yep. how did I lose lids? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then underneath that, I have a drawer that's just light bulbs. And then underneath <laughs> that is uh, dusting supplies. So well. Keep those all together. I feel like only one of those is a true junk drawer. <laughs> nah, they're a little mixed up. Tony, what about you? Yeah. Pretty much right in the middle of of everyone, I think. Pretty pretty standard, you know. Yeah, the batteries, rubber bands, pens and pencils, yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, like similar to jet, the things to like hang stuff up and uh, yes, yeah, a lot of a lot of um, I'm I might need this someday. Am I the <laughs> like only one who has menus in the drawer? I don't have any menus because I figure every you can find everything online. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to hang on to menus, but then they just they just accumulate and then they kind of get in the way when you're looking for stuff. So I'm pretty I'm pretty hardcore back. Yes, menus. They're oh, I need to. We need to thin it out because I mean, actually, we Daniel just <clears throat> if Daniel heard this, he would be very upset because he just cleaned it. But we still need to get rid of more paper because when you open it, the paper like accordions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me want to jump out a window. This is not normal. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Phil Scrog says, when I don't get an email reply I'm expecting, I always double check my drafts folder to see if I forgot to actually send my original message. No, that's smart. I feel like that's only oh, happened yeah. to me maybe once. I don't check. I can't say I've ever even thought to check the drafts folder, but I will definitely check the sent mail folder yeah. to make sure that yeah. I did send it. Yeah. Yeah, I usually send an email, go to the sent folder immediately, reread it, and uh, just hope that there's no typos in it. And I think, why aren't you just more careful before you send the email? But what happens is I'm like, send, and then I go reread it and panic. Like, <gasps> usually it's okay. But once in a while, <laughs> yeah. you send something crazy. With text, especially, I cannot do, a, uh, I, cannot, I cannot read it over before I send. Right? I do that too. It's like it's a hot potato or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've had a a weird spate of forgetting to hit sends recently. And I remember a few years ago, I was looking for a used car or something. And, you know, I was dealing with flaky Craigslist people. And really out of like four people that I was going to visit, like I would be going back and forth, be like, yeah, can I come look at that car Saturday? And then I'd never hear from them. And I'd be like, hey, am I, are we still doing this on Saturday? And the guy would be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to hit send. And I was like, yeah, the dog ate your homework. Like, that is the most dog ate your homework excuse. Like, whoever forgets to hit send. And then this week, I forgot to hit send like five times. I was like, I'm becoming a forgot to hit send guy. I've had it a few times lately myself. I think with Allison last week. Yeah. Did I, bl- you? I blame it on Corona. I think so. Yeah. And Antifa. I do too. Like, because I'm, I, I'm not functioning well at all yeah. with it just about anything. So. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, I blame Corona on Antifa. Yes. <laughs> we figured it out. You're, you're brave enough to say it. Tony. Yeah. Are you feeling better, though? Have we turned your mood around a I'm little? I'm definitely feeling a little, a little better, yeah. Okay, feeling good. a little better. Yeah. Thank you. Do you have Thank a balcony you or a backyard or like what am I? I'm seeing a cute picket fence out your sliding glass door. Yeah, I have a little, uh, a small backyard. How cute! Oh, that's Shoot. where that's where your dog poops on a stump, right? <laughs> yep, that is that is the famous stump. Yep, I've seen the photos. Um, yeah, Jeff, I'm with you in that. I have always assumed, oh, I forgot to send it was an excuse. Yeah. So it's actually good to know that it's not. I think um, it's still an excuse, but it does happen. Like I thought it was an excuse, and it happened, like next to never. Right. But now I still think it's an excuse, but like maybe it happens 25% of the time. Where are you guys with starting something with sorry for my delay here? Because I typically, I've been, I, I've been finding myself like writing that and then erasing it on a lot of messages lately because I feel like it's not really necessary. I don't know. I guess it maybe depends who you're sending it to. I do yeah. it a lot. I'm trying to think if I've said it recently. I know I've said it before. Uh, I don't know. Al Pry has never said it because he's never sent an email late. <laughs> <laughs> That's partially true. Because <laughs> I I do keep a zero inbox, as I've said before. I I I got I like an obsession. Uh, that's why I get into the office early so I can just you know get get to business. But I I try not to apologize in emails too much because everybody does it, and we're all like whatever, just. Tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- you know, so I usually start with "You're welcome" for this reply, <laughs> uh, and then 
Uh, I also try to stop saying the word just. Yeah. Mm. I just want to say. Yeah, just trying, just, just, just saying, just if I could just, and you're like, just say what you want. Just. Yeah. Is it so. me or everyone? <laughs> right. <laughs> Change the name. Um, yes. I have heard that instead of apologizing, like instead of saying sorry for my delay, you could say thank you for your patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be better. But Jeff, do you remember we interviewed someone on the show and they only were going to have 50 minutes or they wa- there was something time-wise. We went to this person's house to do the interview and it was like, yeah, I think it was like there was a, it, it, we had to be there by a certain time and we had to be out by a certain time or something. And I remember mm-hmm. the publicist saying, well, thank you so much for your timeliness. And I remember we both were kind of like, that doesn't, that fe- doesn't feel genuine. <laughs> we had some words about it. I don't remember that email, but uh, that tracks. Yeah, it was in person. It was like, thank you so much for your timeliness, which I felt like was maybe almost a like, reminder or something. I don't know. Um, I, when I, when I'm apologizing for a late reply, which I almost never did until Corona times. And then, you know, just like everybody else, it's hard to keep kept caught up. Uh, I, I always say, I apologize for the lateness of my reply. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because that was a line on uh, an episode of the Simpsons. And so it makes me laugh. It makes me sound eloquent, but it actually makes me laugh when I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Crystal Lorenz says, get so frustrated when I order multiple items from stores like Walmart, Target, or Kohl's, and the items get shipped individually. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yes. Yeah. So annoying. And sometimes, like, in so inefficiently, where yeah. you're like, this is the dumbest box. <laughs> I've, or, or uh, like, the opposite happened to me recently. I bought a pair of... Um, Really cute maternity overalls, which I have, I love, but they were a little more expensive than I normally buy, you know, spend on clothes because I'm like, no, I need to feel somewhat decent during this pregnancy. And they're, so anyway, they were from Nordstrom and they came rolled up. <laughs> In the world's smallest box. Like in the box that you would put eyeglasses in. Like I've never seen a box that yeah. small in my life. And I thought, well, now we've overcorrected. Okay. <laughs> this is too small. How much did we save for these super wrinkled pants? Yes. yes. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like a bar bet in the Nordstrom shipping department. Yeah. What you got in your pocket over there? My overall. <laughs> It's so weird. Al's like, those are not your pants. I'm like, no, th- I'm pretty sure they yeah, are. I handed your overalls. Here you go. <laughs> did you order a toothbrush? What? <laughs> and I kind of, I did panic though. I thought maybe oh. in my like insane insanity, I ordered like baby overalls. <laughs> yes. You know, like. My pregnant doll overalls. Right? Like, because that's how small the box was. Yeah. Was um, what do they look like? Aside from crushed velvet. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually really cute. You'll see me in them. I am sure I'm going to be wearing them a lot because they're so much more comfortable than maternity jeans. Uh, but they're like, um, they're just, just like overalls. cute overalls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're stretchy. 
And you have, oh, like, yeah, you have more, uh, more button options on the sides. Well, on the sides, Expand. there's extra buttons for expansion. So Ooh. as you get bigger and bigger, you can grow with them, which Smart. I am all about. They're like infinity overalls. Yes. <laughs> and, and they're magical. They fit in tiny spaces. They sound incredible. Um, do you guys remember an infomercial for the infinity dress? Is, I, it might have been it might be before so. the young people's time. And maybe I'm the only one who paid attention. But it was a dress that you could like wear like eight or 18 different ways. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Yes. Tony, yes. will you look it up and see if you find anything called like the in- infinite dress or infinity dress or something? Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. What is it called? Oh, yeah. uh, the infinity dress. Yeah, long infinity dress. Convertible bridesmaid dresses. Convertible like, like dress. A, bridesmaid dress. that's a bridesmaid oh Whoa. maybe that term is used for a lot of dresses oh yeah because infinitydress.com is even a thing oh well there you go you can yeah, wrap it twist it yeah. tuck it loop it you can 72 do it all styles <laughs> 72 from styles thing? from one dress yeah mm-hmm. that's what it says on amazon that's insane okay <laughs> Harmony Bernard says, crumpling aluminum foil is even more satisfying than popping bubble wrap. Did we talk about mm. this already? Have we done this one? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. I so. Well, I don't I sh- think so, Harmony. Yeah, I, I, strongly, so I strongly disagree. I know, mm. love you, Harmony, but... but uh, bubble no. wrap. Yeah. It's more it satisfying. It is kind of fun to scrunch, but I don't like when you get it compressed into like a really tight ball, then it's no fun. So I think the the scrunching of aluminum foil is fun. It's kind of sharp though. Yeah, but it's fun to kind of to compress. I, yeah. I get that. Mm. Yeah, you're like so you're satisfying. like Superman turning a piece of coal into a diamond. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. That's it. That's yeah. the feeling of like, look at this. Look at this metal in my hand. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> satisfying though. I'm, <laughs> apples and oranges though. Comparing that and popping bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And which is more satisfying? And aside, JMO. The big packing bubbles are the little tiny guys. You'd think Ooh. the big ones are, but I think it's the littles. I agree. Personally. I think I might agree, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The big ones are too easy. Right. Little ones, it feels like you got real like precision going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get to do a whole lot of them. You can do that thing where you like twist it and it goes... Oh, yes. <laughs> I do love that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shannon says, even though caller ID has been ubiquitous for a long time, I still feel awkward about how to answer the phone. It feels wrong to answer hello and pretend like I don't know, but so does addressing them by name as soon as I pick up the phone unless we're close. Hashtag just mirror everyone. I agree. Truth. Trying to to think how I answer. (laughs) That's how much I don't talk on the phone. Um, If I feel real confident... Like, even if I don't know the person well, but I feel confident about what the phone call is going to be, yeah. then I'm more comfortable saying, like, hey, Steve, you know, like, right away. Steve. I know. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but if I am, like, if I don't know where the conversation, like, if it's something kind of work and I don't really know, am I, am I getting hired? Am I not? Am I, you know, then I feel like I can't really have that familiarity. I, I like to use it as like holding power over somebody. Mm. So like I was like, hello? And they're like, hey, it's me. And you're like, oh, I don't have you in my contact list. <laughs> anyway, what did you want? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. 
I answer sup turds. (laughs) Just blanket. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. I think I do. Hello? Yeah, that's what I do. I I act as if I don't know who it is. Hello? Unless it's someone that I know really well or if, like like you said, if I'm expecting the call, then I go, hello. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a nice shift. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. It's like the the anticipatory hello. Right. Hello as a statement, not as a question. I, Mm -hmm. I just realized I do a weird thing where... I've, I vary it on the person who's calling me and, and I sort of anticipate their need. So, for example, if it's somebody that is going to have to verify that they're talking to me before they will say anything, like a doctor's office or a vet or something, I will say, this is Jeff. And that's so that smart. they can just get right to it. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I like that one. An awkward thing I do that I didn't used to do on a landline, but I only do on a cell phone is I will I will say hello um, if it's a if it's a call that involves business or something so I'll say hello and then the person will be like oh hey Allison it's so and so and I go hey and then like that silence forces them to just get to whatever they're saying but I think if it were not a self like a shitty cell phone connection if it were a landline that would be where we make some awkward small talk and jokes but I like I just don't want I just want to get to it. And here's a, here's a sub sub JMO, which is when I call somebody and I don't, and I'm calling them for the first time and I don't know them 99% of the time, it's going to be them because they're either on a cell phone that is theirs because they're grownups or over 12 and, or it's their business phone and mm-hmm. you know, it's at their desk. So it's like, you don't have that thing anymore where you're calling someone's house and you don't know who you, of the 10 people that are living there that you're getting yeah. on the phone. But when it's the first time, I still feel obliged to say, oh, uh, yeah, hello, is this Jennifer? Oh, yeah, this is Jeff, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, of course it's the person that I'm trying to call. I 100% <laughs> totally. of the time do that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. you too. Uh, the other side of that, is there a more pointless sentence in the world than, hey, it's me? <laughs> because if they know you from the voice, like you don't even need to say that. Plus, there's caller ID. It's right. like, oh yeah, there's, yeah. There's no, there's no need for that sentence. Get it out of here. I think I say that to Daniel. Oh, I've def- I definitely say it, and, yeah. and every time I get mad at myself. In your houses growing up, how would you guys answer the phone? Because we were just a hello family, but I remember certain people would be like McKinley Residence. This is Holly speaking. Yep. Oh, I just used a real person's name. Hi, Holly. <laughs> or yes, yeah, something Residence. This is so and so speaking. Master Pooh residents, Pooh speaking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had a thing where we weren't allowed to pick up until it had rung at least twice. So oh. you didn't seem thirsty? It it was considered rude to answer if you picked up before it rang what? twice. Why is that rude? Oh, wow. It was the 70s, man. Don't ask me. <laughs> we we had that rule when I was an intern at a certain TV show where it was ring, pause, answer. And if you didn't do it right, you got kicked off the phones. If you got kicked <laughs> off the phones, you were in trouble. So you, you, you were only supposed to let it ring once. Ring once, pause, answer. Let it ring once fully, pause, answer. But that's so stressful because if you pause too long, then it's two rings. 
Exactly. And you could not screw it up. And if there were multiple phone calls coming in, you had to still time it. Ring, pause, answer, please hold, ring, pause, answer. And sometimes it was like, honestly, I aged doing it. Was this the job where someone was sent somewhere for grapes? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay, so in your houses growing up, did you say hello or did you say so-and-so residence? Uh, We answered uh, beatboxing. It was weird. It was like a (laughs) whole thing. It was really awkward. No, just hello. We would say hello. My dad would answer, Mosses. That's kind (laughs) of cute. Mosses. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I just remember as a kid getting mistaken for my mom. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah well that always before happened. your voice changes yeah. it's like hello yeah. and like sherry and I'm like it's alan <laughs> i'll go get her and you're like ah oh, man <laughs> that so happens the, to all young yeah. young men mm-hmm. so with the with the cell phone thing nowadays where it's ridiculous to have those like primary conversations maybe we should all try to do a thing as an experiment where like you call somebody and the second they pick up you just start talking just yes. get into it just, just i would like that up. actually yeah. I see. I don't need the get down to business. I want to when when we are done, just mm-hmm. hang up. Have a right. good day. Yeah, no, great to talk to you. Yeah, okay, see you later. Oh yeah, no, you have a good day. It's like no, just bye, bye, off, boom. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah, I don't want the goodbyes. I don't like the long goodbyes. <laughs> yeah, just hang up on me. I will say, I think the the just still still going with hello. I I do think that there is some benefit to that because. Uh, you know, I can say from experience, I remember earlier this, this year, like my friend called me and I, I, I don't think I did, but I considered answering just like saying something really stupid. And the phone call was to inform me about our friend dying. So oh. that would have not been like, obviously it would have been fine, but like, you know, that's, that's, that's real awkward. Except <laughs> turds. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> I remember. That's how, that's how you should answer the phone, Jen. <laughs> Pick up. Sup, turd. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just to stay on this dark theme for one moment. Um, I, a friend of, this is a, a million years ago, a friend of mine died and I was calling someone to tell them and I did not know him well, but he knew the guy who died. And I didn't, like, I feel like there is, like what you're saying, Tony, there's some benefit of having a little bit of a like, hey, how's it? So I'm, I'm you know, I'm calling to give you some bad news, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But I decide, like, I couldn't stand the build up to it. So he answered and I basically was like, hey, it's Allison. I'm calling to tell you so-and-so died. And I just remember him being like, oh. like kind of, I mean, he was going to be stunned anyway, but there was, yeah. there was no softening of it. I just blurted it out because... I, in my 20-year-old mind, thought that was, like, the actually the most merciful. I don't think I would do that these days. Yeah. Yeah, but it's true. There's not really, there's no good way to do it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. There's just bad ways. Like, a singing telegram would be a bad way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do those still, could you actually do that if you wanted to still? Is that still a thing? I mean, not right now, thanks to Antifa creating Corona. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are at Jenna now. You're smiling. Do you have some? Do you have singing Telegram info? I think I think we're just both willing to do. I it. I think yeah. I feel yeah. like Al and I could start a business. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. we would be we would be great. 
And it's kind of, like, isn't that like cameo.com or whatever? Isn't yeah. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. It appears to still be a thing. I did a quick Google. There's even something called Singing Telegrams Los Angeles. Uh oh. That I believe. Yeah. All right. Well, buckle up, Allison. We know your address. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So answer the door already. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yeah, if I remember correctly, you guys are due out here to bring me a cheese plate. Oh, oh yeah, right. no, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We got to yeah. get that. We got to get a song. Right on it. Tony, mm-hmm. I, uh, and everyone, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen to see what I'm about to say. Do you have like an amazing view? I feel like I'm looking at a Kincaid print out your window. Um, sort of, I don't think you should, you feel like you should mostly see trees from there, but, uh. I, my views. I'm, I am uphill, so I do have a little bit of a view. But the view is is that way. Like you shouldn't really be able to see. Whatever it I'm there. looking. Doesn't it look really pretty, you guys? It does. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like yeah, lots of trees. It's 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 a nice neighborhood. But the light. Like it's like blue and purple and yeah. yeah well, the and then the light that you have in your home that's reflecting. Actually, it looks like there's a giant fireball in the sky in mm-hmm. the pretty blue and purple. Yeah. So it's actually pretty exciting too. Yeah, well, that you are seeing correct. There is. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Not to alarm you, but um, listeners, uh, I want to tell you guys about my Amazon shop that I spend all my, I spend all my time curating my idea lists in my Amazon shop. These are lists of of things that I use, that I recommend, that I love, uh, the makeup that I like. You can shop my beauty recommendations, my makeup, my hair stuff, home stuff, my podcasting gear stuff for the kids, Daniel's Corner that just has embarrassing items that I have noticed that he relies on. We're talking Beano. We're talking Breathe Right Strips, <laughs> saline spray, <laughs> slippers. That's not embarrassing. Um, I forget if I put his shampoo. I got to put his shampoo in there. Mm-hmm. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And I finally did it. I made a list of all the things I say at the end because um, I'm always like, um, and what comes next? Anyway, I already mentioned review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I I even wrote down rate, review, subscribe. Where was this piece of paper earlier? (laughs) YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Listen to my Monday shows. Watch my Monday shows, actually. Oh, Tony returned to the Monday show. How did it feel for you, Tony? It was fun. It was nice to be back. Can't wait for some in-person yeah, lots of comments on like, yay, nice to see Tony. And that is an episode with Kulop and Suchin, um, Kulop Vilaisak and uh, Vilaisak. I said that wrong. And Suchin Pak, you, I'm sure you know Such- I'm sure you know Kulop because she's been on my show a number of times and she's like podcasting royalty. And then Suchin uh, is from MTV News. And given that I we used to watch that all the time, very excited to have her on. That was a fun episode. Uh, and then also I mentioned Patreon and also I am on Cameo. And please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Jenna and Al, where might we find you? Well, you can find me at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can find my Facebook, JKJ Comedy. And we also started a Patreon. Yay! With lots of exclusive. That's right. Check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jenna Kim Jones, where you can see video podcasts as well. And a lot of my stand up. And we just literally started it like 
two days ago, so or three, four days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're still working on building it, but there's all of our content, all of our old episodes of our previous podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, lots and lots and lots of content there. So um, you could check that out, patreon.com slash Jenny Kim Jones. Yay. And I am at the hashtag Al uh, pretty much everywhere. So check it out. I feel like we should also probably be listening to Couple Friends. We're really bad at promoting ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we do a <laughs> yeah. podcast. We Couple have Friends. a podcast called Couple Friends. Thank you, Allison, which, you know, is part of the Patreon. We're just so focused on everything, yeah. you know, so much yeah. to say. Yes, Couple Friends, check it out. It's a daily podcast where you can listen Monday through Friday. Or if you're not interested Monday through Friday, you can just listen to all of it on Friday. Um, and yes, we love doing it. So please check it out and listen and subscribe. Wonderful. Jeff, what about you? You can follow me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're interested in a smart discussion political podcast, check out The Bully Pulpit from the Dornsife Center for the Political Future at University of Southern California. We just had two excellent episodes. One is titled Women Voters and the Future of the Democratic and Republican Parties. And the most recent episode is called The Politics of Care. And a bunch of policy experts talk about the uh, state of national paid leave, family leave, and policy changes regarding all of that. It's really interesting stuff. Good show. Subscribe. How much thong talk would you say there is on that one? (laughs) Almost all thong talk. (laughs) Every episode, I guarantee. Oh, that I would especially like it. Um, And Tony, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at... Tony Thaxton! And those have basically just become pictures of the dog now. Um, and my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And also uh, just released uh, the Justin Pierre uh, solo EP. He was the singer of Motion City Soundtrack, is the singer of Motion City Soundtrack. Just put out a solo EP, and I played drums on that as well. Nice. And I'm proud of that, so check that out. Nice. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. Um, I know that everyone is going to love this episode. I loved recording this episode. And listeners, you matter. I love you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we got to go.